Good morning and welcome to Cup of Bro here on KCLU 88.1 FM. My name is Chase Madison. Joined alongside me is Luke Magnanti. And I think I think my mic was a little bit high. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. But anyways, on this special morning, um, it is no longer just going to be me solo dolo. Um, Luke, you've completed all the hours for KCLU Sports and... You're a full-time host. What are your thoughts? Uh, hard work, dedication, anything is possible. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited to uh, for the bros. To uh, the bros are back in town. You know. Yeah, I, I think I think doing this show um, alone with a guest was okay, but I just think it just adds a whole nother level of um, you know, of fun and um, kind of it gives us a little bit more authenticity having. Um, to host and I'm so glad you got the hours so we could um, essentially do the show and yeah so Luke's going to be here on here now and on the Twitter I will watch Full the Twitter time. yeah actually he uses the Twitter more than well I do it on show days more than I do I use it um, on show days this is true so if you tweet at us I will respond yeah um, that's probably him responding more than me um, but yeah we are Fully um, equipped now here at Cup of Bro. We don't actually have a special guest this morning. However, um, we're here, and that's what matters. Um, We look to have special guests in the weeks to come. Um, We were just trying to figure out if Luke could be a full-time host, and he is. So we are very happy of that, and we are just um, pleasantly um, content with that. And... Yeah, um, so this is Cup of Row, now full, in full form, in full flesh. Um, we it's like be, the summer all over again. Yeah, we'll be having guests on uh, regularly. Actually, expect it to be weekly. Um, and I think they'll come on for the full show. Yeah, m- unless they have certain, unless they have something in the time slot. or Unless they want to get 30 extra minutes of sleep or something. Yeah, so look for, for guests to be a full show, uh, full show deal. Yeah, we'll t- we're taking applications too. Yeah, if you want to be a guest on our show, even if you don't know us, uh, reach out because we are more than willing. Um, and if you aren't in the Columbia area, you can more than welcome to Zoom in to be our guest. Um, we do not mind doing that. That's actually how Luke and I started doing stuff this summer. Was I was in the studio and he would um, Zoom in from California. So yeah, how are you doing today, Luke? Uh, I'm doing quite well. I'm a little uh, upset though, because all my friends that are they're still back home, they started school yesterday, like wow. like college classes yesterday, because their quarter system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start late, and they're all like first day of school vibes, and I'm like, I've been doing this for five weeks, mm-hmm. for five weeks, and you're just starting. Like, oh, very good point. Yeah, yeah. The California school state schools are it's on the not quarter just system. State, I mean, it's most California schools. Well, I also know. A buddy of mine um, goes to the University of Washington. Well, I think state schools are... I think actually the Cal State schools are semesters. I only, I know that all the Cal State schools are tri, are the You mean the UC quarters? system? Yes. Well, there's the UC system, then there's the Cal State system. Sorry. I know all of the UC system... Except for Berkeley. Is, except for Berkeley is yeah. the um, quarter, quarter system. system. And then I know a couple other states on the West Coast practice the same Oregon, thing. Oregon, Washington... My buddy goes to UW um, or University of Washington in Seattle, and I know that he said that oh he doesn't start until next week, right? Pro- I, I don't it's know like exactly it's, it's, when they start, but it's, it's like week. late September. My friend, well, my friend, he just he's a he's a freshman now there. He just moved in yesterday, so so I think they start next week. That's crazy. Yeah, um, he's a my buddy's a computer science major at UW, but. Um, 
it's just crazy to start school that late and then you don't get out until like June, which in elementary school, getting out in June is normal, but starting so late is just kind of, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know how much I'd like it. Yeah. But um, anyways, yeah, so um, welcome to Cup of Bro. We are sorry for the latte start this morning. Um, We both were slow out the bed. Yeah, I had kind of a rough night. Um, but I would just did not want to move. Yeah, uh, but in the weeks to come, we will start at 9, and that is 9, 9 a.m. Not 9.05, not 9.03. You know, this week is an exception, but we're still here, and we're still going to have a good show. Um, kind of to wrap up our little uh, morning segment um, for Cup of Bro, we do three segments. The first one is just an intro where we would introduce our guests and everything. Second segment is just general sports. And the third segment is our bro segment where we talk about everything off the field and a little bit to do with sports. It's a fun thing. Um, so you'll want to stick around for that. Um, I am drinking, because we have to talk about this, kind of, um, just a caramel macchiato but hot I don't usually get hot drinks, but it was a little bit chilly this morning, and um, I wasn't feeling amazing, so I got a hot drink. It was 63 degrees outside, Chase. A little chilly, a little chilly. Um, I brought a jacket. I didn't put it on, but I brought a jacket. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah, as the show goes on, the weeks to come, you will see me suffer through the cold and come in once here. November, parka, once like late parka. November hits, yeah. I will be multiple layers, but this weather's perfect right now. It, I will say that there is some times where it's very, very nice out right now. Um, I don't usually get that cold, but I definitely am a pansy when it comes to... Well, it's because you're a cold-blooded human. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's, that's why. totally true. Um, the first ever, so you heard it here first on KCAU 88.1 FM. Anyways, um, I'm drinking a hot caramel macchiato, and it's just like... World's different from the cold one because you really just don't taste the caramel. So, like in a in a a good way or a bad way. I still think it's a good drink. I still think it's a good drink. I just like, um, I just don't think either they didn't put the caramel drizzle on there or it just you really don't find that flavor. Maybe it was made poor today. Um, Okay, I'm taking these mental notes because I'm over four right now. Yeah, you have a prediction. I'm I'm gonna give a score, and I, I will. Um, I have the score in my head, so it's not it's changing. In. Yes. All right. I think I've gone like significantly. Do you want to under... say that to both times? Say no, it at the same I'll, time? I'll say it first because I trust that you won't change it. Okay, I'm not changing. I have it in my head, and I'm not changing. It. I've, I've gone significantly under every time. Chase was flaming a drink, so then I was like, "Oh, it's like a five point two, and then it being like a six point something, right? Yeah. So this one sounds like pretty middle of the road. Maybe something that you'd get again to like. See if they make it better, but also yeah, like you yeah. might just get it again when it's cold, just in general, right? Very, a very accurate description because I would get it again. I don't think it was made very well. I'm gonna go with a seven point one. Dang. The score I had in my head was six point nine. Dang it! The entire time. I was so, I was I was about to say six point eight. I would have still been off, but I'm so, over five. I'm gonna six, get six point nine on a caramel macchiato from Starbucks. Um, I usually think the score is in the sevens. I just I'm giving a little bit of a flack for how it was made. A manufacturing but, error score. Well, I just like I don't taste any caramel. But uh, anyways, we are going to wrap that segment up and take a little break. But um, we're gonna do that every week where Luke predicts the score. One of these days, I'm gonna get it right. One of these days. And I can write it down if you want. But six point nine was in my head the entire. That's time. fine. No, I believe you. Um, I believe you. Yeah, so we're going to take a short break here on KCU 8.1 FM, and then we will come right back for more Cup of Bro and more awesome content. So stick around. Stick with us. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. When you're weary, feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I'll try them all. Last year, four million people graduated from Red Cross classes. One of them could save your life. Join them. Like a bridge on 
Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. Oh my gosh, I almost want to just like keep playing that song and not even talk because it's such a banger. Dude, it just brings back great memories for me. He said he went to the year 3000. Anyways, we are in the year 2021 here at Cup of Bro on KCWU 88.1 FM. And we're so glad you're joining us this morning, listening on your way to work. Um, maybe in the car. Maybe you're streaming on KCU.fm. Or the TuneIn Radio app. Yeah. We appreciate all of the love, all of the attention. Um, maybe the, maybe on Spotify in the distant future. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, in weeks to come, we will be releasing it as a podcast. Um, now that it's fully Luke and I, um, we have two heads working at this um, simultaneously. So Four whole brain cells working at this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, two humans, so that's great. Um, anyways, um, welcome to our second segment, the entree round of our show. Um, yeah, and so we'll start off with a little bit of NFL talk. Um, if you were a fan of Mills Mafia, didn't work out too well for you last night because the Panthers won. Thoughts on the game? Uh, so the cable in my apartment, the entire complex is out. So I did not watch. Ah. Uh, but, I mean, I was paying attention to the to the game, right? Yeah. Just on my phone. And it looks like for the most part, it was a pretty 50-50 game in the first half. You know, McCaffrey got hurt. Um, hurt his hamstring. Davis Mills did not, uh, did not look like all that, to say the least. So, but, you know, Sam Darnold, Panthers, they picked it up at the end. I didn't see the final score. I didn't pay attention to that. Um, I don't even know the final score, but I do know the 24-9 Panthers. That was the final. I gotcha. Um, I do know that Davis Mills went to Stanford. He did. Thoughts on that? Was he good in college? Not that good. We beat him one year. He was the quarterback when uh, UCLA broke the 11-year losing streak to the Stanford Cardinal. Interesting. Interesting. Well... Yeah, the, more on that later. Um, the Panthers played a pretty sound game. I think uh, Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator is pretty good, um, and I think really they're uh, unleashing the potential of Sam Darnold that people didn't see, um, that people haven't seen. Because I think Sam Darnold is a decent quarterback. I was talking about this last night. I think he's a good quarterback. It was just in a tough situation. Because um, I remember when he was getting all the hate, like Baker, when Baker came into that game, Browns Jets a couple years ago in 2018. The Thursday night football game. Yeah, and I think like. They were saying, like, Sam Darnold's getting the opportunity to start, and he's not playing very well, and Baker comes in, and they're just, wow. But I think Sam Darnold was in a tough situation compared to the Browns. He was on the Jets, and the Browns made the playoffs last year. And I think the Panthers, like, have a chance to have a decent season. Do I think they make the playoffs? Maybe not, but they're 3-0 right now. Well, and they get to play. They're in a pretty weak uh, NFC South. You know, they get to play... Yeah, they're not winning the NFC South because that's going to be the Buccaneers. They get to play the Falcons twice. They get to play the Saints twice. Who The Saints could either look like the best team in the league or the worst team in the league. Yeah, so they have a little bit of um, freedom in their schedule. Well, they have a little bit of, um, I guess, um, yeah, decency because of that. But anyways, um, other NFL stuff this week. Um should we talk about the game that matters the most for the two of us first? 
Saints Patriots. Saints Patriots. I think the biggest thing is going to be what they do pregame and what they do at halftime because Edelman's getting honored. Pregame or halftime? I think he's getting honored at halftime, but he might do a run out at pregame. Okay. okay. Which would be very hype. Um, I don't know if he's getting in the ring of honor or whatever they do, um, but he's getting honored is what they've said. Yeah. He will be there just to make all of our uh, Patriot fans you know, miss him. Chris Hogan scored a touchdown this season. Damian Amendola scored a touchdown this season. Julian Edelman's getting honored. What a time to be alive. I, I, like, I really think like he was going through a lot of injuries, and he was getting banged up just because the way he plays, he, doesn't, he didn't fear away he played from like a, West a linebacker. He would run right into him. And when you do that, you get banged up. But I really think like he would be so vital to Mac Jones in the offense right now. I think... The way the, no one runs a zig route better than better than Julian Edelman. Uh, the way that he just cuts and cuts out. Uh, shout out Super Bowl Forty Nine when he did that um, against the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't so, remember who was covering him. I want to say maybe it was Byron Maxwell, but I'm not sure. Um, shout out Jack Nolden for and Peter Camp of Penalty Box for losing for taking the L. Um, and so as well while, while we're doing shouts, I'm gonna shout out uh, Connor McGovern for being a good roommate. Um, yesterday, and Kayla Smith for being an uh, even better girlfriend. Um, anyway, I like to shout out uh, my guy Griffin Rashoff just because. All right, I'm gonna shout out my guy Griffin Goldberg. There we go. Because. There we go. Uh, we're shout gi- out, we're done. giving all the shout outs. Uh, okay, shout out to Dunn. <laughs> what other games? So, Patriots well, versus Saints. I, I mean, in this game, I think really, I mean, talking about the Julian Edelman point, I think he'd be very beneficial for Mac in the red zone because the Patriots are having a lot of struggles scoring touchdowns once they get into the red zone. They're doing a good job of moving the football. But we we saw in the Miami game, they kicked a lot of field goals. They're not getting the ball into the end zone at the rate that they would like to. I think having him there would very much help. Yeah, I'd love to see Mac open up more. I like. I think the Jets' defense is okay, and their cornerbacks aren't very good, but... Like, he, like, so there was a play where it was a double pass. He, I think, pitched it to James White. James White threw it back to Mac, and then Mac found Johnny Smith open. Now, it was a 20, 25-yard gain on last week. However, he had a shot deep for Nelson Aguilar. He, like, he could have thrown it back in the end zone, and it would have been a 50-yard touchdown. It would have been a top-10 play from the week. Yeah. He makes uh, the he safe makes throw. the safe throw, the smart throw, and not, checks it down to John Smith, who was wide open. It was still a good play, and then he turns upfield and gains about twenty yards, twenty five yards. So, still a good result. Um, in a in a close game, good play. Yeah, I, I think you know. Yes, in a go- close game, good play. But you're playing the Jets; you're already winning. Take that shot. Take that shot deep. And I and if. The Patriots gain any lead on the Saints. I would love for him to take some more shots. Even maybe if he's if they're not like leading, even if it's a close game, just because that just opens things up. That just changes the nature of the game. Anyways, um, I think this is a good game. I think, unfortunately, it's going to be closer than we want it to be. Um, I, I hope the O-line play improves um, just because... So far, it was like coming into the season, I was like, wow, this is a really good O-line, but it hasn't been that impressive. Um, and, you know, we'll see what, what Mac can do um, against a quarterback who likes to take shots. So uh, it's interesting. It might be one of those days that Jameis has 300 yards and three touchdowns. And then I don't know what that, that means for the Patriots. But he's also facing one of the top top secondaries in all of yeah, I, I, the think, I think the, the Patriots, when, once Gilmore comes back, is the best secondary in football. Yeah, probably. Because you have... Miami's close, but... You have Devin McCourty, and then you have Adrian Kyle Phillips. Duggar or Adrian Phillips. Who had, I think he had a pick. Did he have Adrian two last Phillips week? Or was it just week? one? Just one. And then on the corners, you have Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson locking up your two top receivers, which is fantastic. And then you have Jalen Mills maybe playing nickel. You have Sean um, Wade potentially at like the slot. Sean Wade, he I don't he's know a if rookie. he's seen the field I don't yet, know, but, but um, they've been playing. Um, Jonathan Jones is pretty good, and then um, I'm trying to remember his name. His last name is he's from Washington. Actually, he was picked a couple of years ago. He's number great, th- great DBU number thirty three. Um, um, Johnson. No. I'm gonna look it up right now. 
No, it's Jawan. Jawan something. Jawan. Joe, and then it's Juan. Jawan Johnson, maybe. I'm looking it up. Should we move As on to, to another game? Yeah, um, other notable games this week. Chief, Chiefs Chargers is going to be a fun one. Um, it's at Arrowhead, which is a little bit different because I just like I just picture that game at SoFi Stadium. That was the game I think last year that Harrison Bucker like hit like five field goals to win it. Like it like the it, one in, the one in Arrowhead. No, the one in the one in LA. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Chiefs Chargers is gonna be a good game. Bears Browns is interesting just because Justin Fields is starting. First start. Yeah. Hey, he's on my fantasy team on the bench, but. He's on my fantasy team. I think he looked very mediocre last week, but that was also being thrown in for a start. So having a full week to game plan and being the number one, um, I think he might look better, but we'll have to see. And I'd like to see I'd like to see the, the Bears open up the offense for him because in the way that they've used him used him they've used him very much as a college quarterback as yeah, opposed to Yeah, there was to, a few plays where they opened it up but not much. Um if Allen Robinson I think it was Allen Robinson, if he had caught the deep ball that, that Justin Fields hit him in the hands with um, that would have been impressive, and that would have added to Justin Fields' stat line. There was a deep, like, touchdown pass that would have been. But um, interesting, Bears-Browns. Um, other good games, a lot of seemingly a decent amount of divisional matchups this week, um, like Bengals-Steelers, um, Colts-Titans. Anyways, um, I think another good game is Packers-49ers. That's the Sunday nighter. Um, I mean, I think What it- are your thoughts? I think it all comes down to I firmly believe that Aaron Rodgers does not care what happens this season. In the sense that he wants out he's gonna get out of Green Bay either way, whether they win, whether they lose, right? Yeah, yeah. So if they win, it's an added benefit to him because not only do they does he worsen their draft position, but he also maybe wins a Super Bowl. I don't think they have the talent this year to win the Super Bowl, but you know. Yeah, he's, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks in football, regardless of his relationship status, regardless of the way he is and the way his mood is. He's still undeniably one of the best quarterbacks in football, and I think we saw that last week on Monday. I think he's decided, like, sure, I don't care, but if I don't care, I might as well go out and try to win. Um, he's still got the competitor in him. So I think this is a good game. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will look like week one Aaron Rodgers. I think he will look like week two Second Aaron half of week two. But um, I also think that the Niners are very, a team that will play very cons- – they're a very consistent team. So I don't think that there will be a ton of fluctuations from week to week for them. So it really comes down to Green Bay, in, in my opinion, for this game. Okay. Yeah, I think if the 49ers have a good run game, this could be a close well, game. Well, I think Elijah Mitchell is questionable. The 49ers are the carousel for running backs. Um, well, does that mean Trey Sermon plays, or is he, oh, he also hurt? Well, I think he was – I don't know if he's a healthy scratch, scratch or hurt last week, so. Um, other games, Eagles-Cowboys Monday night should be a fun one. I think, you skipped, I, skipped, I think you skipped the best game, Chase. Buccaneers-Rams? Yeah. That is going to be a really good game. Yeah. Really, really good game. Um, yeah, I, I, you're right. I did skip a good game. I, I bet that's – Fox is America's game of the week. It probably is. I don't know what other NFC teams are playing at. It's Seahawks Vikings, but that's, that's kind of a if dumb. that's if that's the Fox game. No, it's definitely Buccaneers. It's definitely Bucks Rams. Rams. And I think it's it's in LA, which helps a little bit, but at the same time, SoFi Stadium doesn't have that much character yet. I feel like the stadium in Las Vegas already like has full Raiders vibes, and I feel like SoFi is still like. Well, I mean, did you hear? Did you hear the Chargers game last week against the Cowboys? It was like more cowboys. You could actively hear, like cowboys chants. The tough thing throughout is the, game. the tough thing with the Chargers. There's a Rams fan base in LA, but the tough thing with the Chargers is that there's a smaller fan base, even though LA is a big city, and there's so many transplant fans that a team like Dallas comes. Well, to and town, also I wouldn't be surprised. There's more Dallas fans. Dallas there. practices over the summer in Oxnard, California, which is about an hour. Third, an hour 15, hour 30 away from SoFi Stadium, depending on traffic. Yeah, so, well, and, like, when the Chargers were playing at the flipping soccer stadium, the, well, LA, uh, the, the LA Galaxy Stadium. The, the StubHub Center, whatever it was called. There was a few games, like Packers, Cowboys. I don't know if they played the 
Cowboys, but it was like Packers and Vikings, I think, they played. And I think both those games had more of the other fans. Just because, like, a team like the Cowboys, a team like the Packers has fans literally all over. Yeah. And when you come to L.A. and it's like your one chance to see your team play. They're going to spend as much as they, they want. They have money and... To be honest, I bet the tickets for Chargers games aren't that expensive. Aren't as much as Rams games. Yeah, I think this. Obviously, the ticket this weekend will be expensive. Rams, Buccaneers, but that's a very good game. I think. I think it might be like. I think it might not be as high scoring as people think, just because. I don't know though, because both teams like to score. Well, a lot. I think the but I think the Rams showed it last week against the Colts, where they like. They almost want once they get ahead, they want to slow the game down. They don't want yeah. they, they don't use, want to go into a shootout. Sony Michelle more than I thought they would towards the end of the game last week. So Yeah, you're if right. The, if the Rams can get ahead early, I think they're gonna slow the game down. If the Bucks get ahead early, I think that's when you can see a high scoring game. Yeah, I for some reason the Bucks just like don't want to run the ball, which is fine. And Tom Brady is having a cr- great season so far statistically. Anyways, we have some other things to talk about. Um, so that's going to be our NFL wrap. Um, it's a good week for NFL. Um, a whole nother slate of good games. And I think the primetime games so far have been relatively close. I know Monday night ended up second half being a walk away. But the Sunday night game with Chiefs Ravens was great. Um, and then some the, week one the afternoon were games too. were good. Yeah, the only... Like, yeah, the only bad primetime games have been, well, I guess the Bears game on Sunday Night Football was a little bit bad the first week. And then um, and then the Green Bay game. Green Bay game was a little bit of a dud. But we've seen uh, Ravens versus Raiders, right? Yeah, great game. Great game. Um, Chiefs-Ravens, great game. Even last week, like, Cardinals-Vikings was a good game. Um so the, oh, did you see? Did you see the uh, the Vikings announcer calling it on the final field he goal? Thought, he thought they made they it. They made it. No, he didn't. Yeah, that was not the flop you want to have, but you could see the true emotion, which is just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he literally like said that they made it, and then instantly realized they didn't make it because he had another announcer or broadcaster in the booth, like actually noticing they missed it. I don't know how you see that and you say they made it. I have no idea. That was a little bit of a botch just because he said they made it on the radio and then was like, wait, no, they missed it and broke down a little bit. Anyways, um, before we get to all the Sunday night football or Sunday football, there's college football on Saturday. My preferred football. Yeah, Luke's preferred football, not mine, but I still like it. This is why we um, balance each other out. Yeah, and if you're up bright and early at 11 a.m., we will um, – have Mizzou versus Boston College actually here on KCU 88.1 FM. It's going to be Harrison Vabnick and Jake Circus. Jake Circus um, on the call from Boston, actually. Um, they're, they're there now. Yeah. Mizzou's playing Boston College. I actually am chomping at the bit. I would, I would, have, I would have died to go to this game. Um, I have family up in that area. and um, I mean, we could, we, could, we could get you tickets. No, I could Book go, a flight. Book but a flight. I, I have to work at KMU8, the TV station, on Saturday oh. instead. Um, and I might be solo dolo there. So, um, But I think this is an interesting game. They're playing with their backup quarterback. But so far, he's got one win. So, Give me BC in this game. Really? I'm taking BC. Missouri's run defense is pitiful. Missouri's defense is pretty pitiful. Their, their secondary and is pretty solid. Yes. That's not the best. When healthy, but if if Ennis Rakestraw plays, then their secondary is solid. decent. It's a good. It's for an SEC school. It's a good secondary, and for just a school across the country, it's a it's an upper tier secondary compared to most schools. Martez Manuel yeah, is a good to UCLA safety secondary and has experience. Ennis Rakestraw was like a four or five star corner coming out of um, Duncanville High School. So, I think yes, the defense is not that bad. But the tough thing is, is that in the third quarter last week versus um, SEMO Central or no Southern Southeast Southeast Missouri State, even though they don't use the state when they do SEMO, it's weird. Yeah. Um, they he played seventy guys in like the second half or something, which is like the most Drinkwitz has ever played um, for Mizzou. But he talked about how um, 
he was subbing a lot of people out. But the thing is, I think that first SEMO score in the third quarter had a lot of the starters in there, and then they started to sub a bunch. Regardless of how SEMO came back, they didn't come back, but they scored like 21. They scored a couple 21 times or 28. In the second half. Yeah, I think it might have been 28 or something. Um, Regardless, the defense is not very strong. Um, they did look better versus SEMO, and the first half shutout is always good. Uh, but keep in mind that it is SEMO. Yeah, an FCS school. So we'll have to see. Um, I, I'll take Mizzou just to rival you. Um, I think Mizzou could win the next couple games before the big A&M matchup. I think if Mizzou could beat SEMO, Tennessee, and then North Texas um, – they could be ranked. They could be like twenty third, twenty five in the country. Yeah, versus A Maybe, maybe. Um, I'm just I'm in a poll for Mizzou, but we'll see. Um, other notable games. Game of the week right here this weekend. Um, Wisconsin versus Notre Dame. I believe is also eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. kickoff at Notre Dame. I'm I mean, not I'm not bad about that t- kickoff time just because like it's a big game. It's a big game. Yeah. Um. It's gonna come. This game really comes down to who's gonna hurt their team more: Graham Mertz or Jack Cohn. And as our well, friend, this is also a revenge game for Jack Cohn. As our friend Jack Knowlton knows, Jack Cohn was the best quarterback on the Wisconsin roster last season, and yet they kicked him to the curb because he graduated. Jack Cohn revenge game. Notre Dame winning this one at home. I totally agree. I think that Jack Cohn. Wins this game for Notre Dame, and I think Jack Knowlton is upset. Upset. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of funny because, like, it's a revenge game. There's a lot of pressure, but Jack Hones looked pretty good so far for Notre Dame and the Fighting Irish. So, I don't know. This is a big game, number 12 versus number 18. Um, yeah, I, I, I reckon it's on NBC or Fox or... Uh. I am not 100% sure on that one. Well, I know Notre Dame has an NBC deal. But it's a primetime game, so I think it might be something different. Because I think it might be game day. Oh, it might be game day. It's on Fox. Okay. And then the other good games this weekend, Texas A&M versus Arkansas. Look for the upset there. Arkansas, great defense. A&M, back for quarterback in the game. I like Arkansas in this one. Yeah, and they, um, what's it called? A&M... Or Arkansas beat a Texas team. They destroyed Texas. So they're coming in with a lot of momentum and a lot of positive energy. Um, yeah, th- I think that's going to be a good game. I think the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game is going to be a good game too just because it's a Big Ten matchup and they'll probably be like 13-7. to 7 and then like Great Big Ten football. It probably won't be that low scoring, but I definitely think it will come down to something in the fourth quarter. Like one um, stop in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I think the Texas A&M versus Arkansas game, if Texas A&M wins, I don't think it'll be that close. If Arkansas wins, I think it will be close. It's um, in Jerry's World, right? I think is it, it is. Is it in uh, AT&T Stadium? I think it is. the home of the Dallas Cowboys? I do think so. Hmm. Um, anyways, yeah, so, uh, and then the next game that's on the slate is probably your game of the week. It's UCLA well, versus no, Stanford. Well, no, I said what my game of the week was. Oh, Wisconsin versus Notre Dame. Yes. UCLA versus Stanford. What are your thoughts? What are your uh, opinions? First off, happy it's not a 9.30 or later kickoff Central Standard Time. 5 Central. I think it's on Fox. I might be wrong on that one. Um, That's a 3 p.m. game, California time. Yeah. UCLA's coming off a tough loss against Fresno State. You know, a game that they probably should have won. Didn't win. Secondary looked atrocious. That's their weak point on the team, really. Well, and they let Fresno State come back a little bit. Well, they gave up a drive with 54 seconds left. Yeah. So... Uh, the, the true weakness of this UCLA team is their secondary. They never got the run game going last game, but Stanford's giving up over 200 rushing yards a game. DTR looked great against Fresno. He's shown, he's as much as I would bag on DTR's ability the last couple of years, he has shown this year that he has improved tenfold. So I think this is a UCLA. Uh, they're upset. They're mad. They come out, they win this game. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then the final game of the day is Clemson versus NC State. I don't think that will be that close. I put this just because N- Clemson has not looked good this year. Against F- against two FBS opponents, they have scored a combined 17 points. Did they win versus Georgia? They lost to Georgia, beat Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech probably ties the game up if they don't run a shovel pass on the three-yard line on fourth and goal. Huh. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, actually, this could be an upset alert. Uh, you're right. Clemson has not looked very good. But if Clemson just if Clemson just has the upper edge against NC State, it won't be close. But we'll have to see. Um, and then and the next thing to kind of move on from college football. It's 9:41 a.m. We're 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 pushing through the section. <laughs> pushing well, yeah. through. We'll have to wrap this 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 segment up a little bit. But it's um, ML, M, MLB MVP predictions. Um, this one is not too difficult, um, but the question right now is Shohei Otani versus Vlad Guerrero Jr. Jr. And in my opinion, for this is for the NL American League. Yeah, AL. Sorry, um, I personally think it's Shohei Otani, and it's by a landslide. But for some reason, baseball, Twitter, and just baseball in general doesn't agree with me. They think it's closer than. I think it is. I do believe it's close. I think it's Otani, unless I don't think Vlad's going to get this. There is potential for Vlad to have the triple crown, not just in the American League, but in all of Major League Baseball. Really? I think he's top three in home runs, RBIs, and batting average. Yeah. And if he got the triple crown league wide, I think that would be a very like very good case for him to win, even if it's not. You know he's top three in it, so. I do think it's closer, but I do think it has well, to be Otani. Well, the thing for Vlad Guerrero Jr. is that... Well, and if they make if Toronto can make the playoffs, yeah, that's um, a big boost for him, too. About a week in, there's about a week and a half left. Nine, it's about nine games MLB for everyone. Season. Yeah, a week and a half. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., the thing is, like compared to someone like Otani and compared to... Otani's not that bad, but like compared to someone like uh, Salvador Perez, Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s batting average is like insane. It's astronomical. So, you're right. It is a closer race than... Maybe I have it, but I would love to see Otani win it. Modern day Babe Ruth, uh, and then the other one is Bryce Harper and Fernando Tatis. Tatis Jr. Yeah. That's for the NL. Um, I think this is Tatis. I don't think this is that. Um, I think this is kind of maybe a popularity race. I'm gonna disagree with you here. You think it's Harper? I think it's Harper because Tatis has spent way too much time on the uh, on the IL this season. Okay, that's fair. And I, the I, and the Padres have significantly fallen off. They're out of the wild card right now. They have two more wins than the Detroit Tigers, who've been really good this year, like yeah. in the second half. But anyways, um, we'll have to see when those are announced and what are the final results. Uh, and then finally, for to wrap up the um, middle segment of our show, the NBA Top Twenty Five um, is it ESPN it's doing si- this? ESPN released their six. So they released 51 through 100 on Wednesday. Yeah. Six through 25 yesterday. And they'll probably release one through five today around like 10 or 11 central. Okay. Well, we'll have to look out for that. Interesting. Notable names on the top, the six through 25. They had Drew Holiday at 22. Uh, I'm fine with that. He played pretty well last year. Yeah. I. It's all. It's a lot of it's based on what they did last season, right? Yeah. Well, they had Chris Paul at 13. Chris Paul at 13. I don't like Trey Young above Donovan Mitchell or. Where was Trey Young? Or Kyrie. He was at 16. Donovan was at 18. Kyrie was at like 20 or 19. Yeah, I think Trey Young. Ba- I don't like Bam above Cat personally. Okay. I like Bam above Cat. I don't like Trey Young above Kyrie. Um. Like from a. From like what they can do, uh, and like six through ten, like I would maybe rearrange it, but that's just splitting hairs at that point. Because yeah, like ten, yeah. James Harden was ten. I'd probably have him at my six or seven. Yeah, James, I think James Harden is a better player than the tenth tenth player in the NBA. Um, but I, also, I would have Kawhi in my top five. He is not on the list because him and Jamal Murray are not on because they have significant knee injuries on list a majority of the season. I and I think that's fine um, to not include them on the list. Um, I am excited to not see Luca between six and twenty-five, which means he's in the top five. Give me um, your give me your one through five. Do you know the five names that aren't on it yet? Um, okay, one through five. Um, based off, if they're going really, if they're going off last season, it's I like think, last year, and I think just their potential. I think they I put know. Kevin Durant one. I think they maybe put Giannis Antetokounmpo two. I think they put LeBron three. Um, I think they put. I, to be honest, because of experience and stuff, I think they put Steph Curry four and Luca five. I think I'm gonna see. I think I'm gonna see Giannis at one, KD at two, Steph at three, LeBron at four, Luca at five. 
You had Giannis. I I mean this was this wouldn't be my you personal. You had Giannis, KD, but Steph. I, I think I want to see Giannis, KD, Steph, LeBron, Luca from from ESPN. I I think because it's ESPN and because of how much they uh, much content they have sent around LeBron, I don't think they uh, move him out of the top two or three. I actually wouldn't be surprised to, for it to be like Kevin Durant, LeBron, Giannis, which yeah. would be weird, but that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, this is interesting. Um, we'll have to we'll have to see, and it might be coming out soon. So um, yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll tweet something about it. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's going to wrap up our entree segment. We're going to come back for the bro segment where we talk a little bit of sports off the field and everything going on there. Um, Yeah, we had a good segment. So stick with us here on KCU 88.1 FM. You're listening to Cup of Bro. Hi, I'm Alec Baldwin for Save the Manatee Club. Manatees are wonderful. Their gentle, playful ways are fascinating to watch. Yet these harmless marine mammals face growing threats to their survival. Many manatees are injured or killed from boat strikes or other human activities, and their habitat is being lost. Manatees need your help. Please call Save the Manatee Club at 1-800-432-JOIN or visit www.savethemanatee.org. How was your day? Fine. Did you learn anything new? No. Anything I should know? No. Is everything okay? Yeah. Sometimes it can be hard to connect with teens. Use Connect With Me activity cards to deepen your conversations. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Hi, I'm Will. And I'm Phil, and we play in Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yelton. And you're listening to KCOU Columbia. 88.1. Sipping wine in a row. Just like the song, you look too good to be alone, you know? Spicy. Welcome back to Cup of Bro here on KCU 88.1 FM. I didn't know what song you were talking about, but when it played, I was like, oh, I do know this song. Um, you know, very romantic type of music from. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. I think their chemistry is off the uh, charts. Is just impeccable, and that's what Luke and I are building for. So, uh, well, we're we're on the path. We're already on the path. We're on the path. We're on the path. Um, yeah, we finish each other's sandwiches. Boom! Oh, there it is. That's how we do it. I was so hoping you'd say sandwiches. <laughs> um, anyways, welcome back to Cup of Bro. We are here for the Bro segment for the last short bit of the show. Um, where we talk about anything kind of that's, you know, interesting off the field, off the court. Um, first thing, Survivor is back. Um, this is Luke, one of Luke's favorite shows. One of? It is Luke's favorite show. Thank and you. I think it, um, quite honestly, I think it's more of an athletic competition than I maybe even realized. Yeah, I mean, because they, they do have challenges, very physically demanding challenges on it, too. Well, and you have to survive. And you have the, so. the survival aspect of it. Uh, you watched it for the f- well, not all of it. You watched part of the the premiere, and I would say it was a pretty great premiere. It wasn't like the best premiere, but it was pretty great return after 15 plus months without yeah, any survivor. I, I I saw a lot of hype for it more than I realized, and I think um, with TV getting such a boost since the pandemic, uh, that I think a show like this is just like what people are wanting to see, you know. Um, and it's it's fun. It's interesting. I will say that I know it's called Survivor and whatnot, and they're put through all these tests and stuff. But <laughs> come on, what a beautiful setting! Oh, Fiji, to be, to Fiji be, is uh, beautiful to be. You know, uh, running through the stranded. mud. I'm sorry. You know, I. I well, yeah. and then you like you loved you loved Jeff Probst during the challenges. Oh yeah, he is a great host. I think he, he's a fireball of energy and. Um, Cool, but yeah, it's back, so we'll follow along as the season. Maybe goes I can on. get Chase to watch the entire season. Um, hey, maybe we do a, a show ranking of some of the Survivor candidates as the show, season goes on. But we've only seen uh, one episode, so and two people already gone. 
Yeah, two people already gone. Um, I was surprised by the one guy who went. Uh, a- Abraham? Abraham, yeah. Yeah, he just was... Uh, he established himself as the leader of his group, but I think he just did it the wrong way. Yeah, he was a very assertive leader, not like a... Like, there's this guy, Danny, former football player. I think he was on the Cowboys roster. I might be wrong on that. Um, he was Abraham a, was a little bit dominant. Yeah, whereas Danny, he, he wants to get everyone involved. He wants to hear what everyone wants to say, so... And it turned bad for him, and he's no longer on the show for Abraham. First boot. Yeah, and then, okay. Um, next thing up, Carl Anthony Towns, or Cat, doesn't want to be a Timberwolf anymore, or he's just very upset with the organization, given them firing the president of basketball operations. I've seen this online. Um, I've seen trade rumors, and I've seen, um, like, potential trades for Carl Anthony Towns. Um what are your thoughts? I think this is a Glenn Taylor striking again. Yeah, he's selling the team incrementally to A Rod, and I forget who the other major, like who the majority owner is, like in the party. Uh, Glenn Taylor, time and time again, has almost sabotaged this team when they've threatened to to sell. He did it back with when uh, Kevin Garnett was still there. Um, I forget exactly what it was. Yeah. I think he fired he fired uh, Saunders. I think. Or whoever the coach was at the time that Garnett um, really liked. It wasn't it wasn't Saunders because Saunders was like an interim coach and then the head coach. But um, and I actually liked Ryan Saunders. He was well, a I was talking guy. about Flip. I was talking about Flip. Oh, Flip Saunders. You're right. Father son duo. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember if he's. All I know is that they fired the coach that Garnett really. He fired the coach that Garnett really liked, and then that yeah, really uh, soured the relationship. As, a, as an owner, uh, I'm kind of glad he's selling the team just because he just feels like he hasn't had a good. Um, he just doesn't know what he's doing, it feels like, when it comes to managing the team and making his players happy. Um, but, yeah, this is a big thing. Um, I do, like Obviously, a team that would make the money work would be the 76ers, but I don't think that happens just because of Joel Embiid. Um, I, don't, I don't know what a t- yeah, I don't know what team that Carl Anthony Towns fits on from a money standpoint. Because I'm assuming he wants, if he wants to get traded, he wants to go somewhere that's going to be semi decent. Uh, I just don't know. Um, I saw one trade thing that would potentially work for the Hawks, but I just don't see. They'd have to dump Capella. Yeah, they would dump Capella, um, Cameron Reddish, Kevin Herter, and like a pick and get Carl Anthony Towns, which I actually think could work. Could work and wouldn't be bad, but. Like I would rather have the assets per- personally than Carl Anthony Towns, so I, I don't I don't see the full reasoning. And I think Capella just resigned. So, so yeah, I I don't see the and you made it far in the playoffs last year. I don't see the reasoning to do that. If they're uh, struggling heading into the trade deadline, maybe look for them to make that move. But yeah, I, I think I, I I to be honest, I'm not a, I don't know what team would be like. Oh, we want Carl Anthony Towns that bad. The Celtics three years ago. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, Bryson, DeChambeau, and Brooks Kepka. What, what do you what do you know about this? Them squashing the beef. So I know Bryson. I saw a photo on. So Twitter. they have the Ryder Cup is this weekend. That's yes, the United yes, States versus yes. all of Europe, and uh, they played by different. They played a couple different rule sets depending on the day. Um, but apparently, you know, they've sat down, talked, had dinner together, and kind of, you know, at least squashed the beef for the weekend. Bryson was saying it's fueled by. People like us, outsiders, you know, people that aren't on the on the links. Oh, the media and barstool sports have um, really fueled it. Yeah, completely put this on the on the front burner, um, which I I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun because I'm a Brooks Kepka fan and Bryson DeChambeau. I just don't I don't like him that much as a golfer. I don't like I I sometimes think he does weird things. Um, and I just like how Brooks Kepka would rather be in the gym lifting than playing golf. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I think it's good that they've they've squashed the beef and that they At least for now. We'll never be, know. You know, cordial to each other at least. Um, yeah, and then... Moving on to fashion. Got some fashion here. So, I actually haven't seen this. You put this in here. Um, Red Sox refusing to stop wearing yellow. What do, what, what, do, what is this about? So, the Red Sox... They recently played a series against the Orioles, and the plan was to wear. So they had they got City Connect uniforms in. I have seen these yes. in April. That's when they first wore them. And they haven't worn. They didn't wear them a lot. 
Like some teams wear them all the time. The Red Sox have not worn them a lot because they're yellow and blue. The colors of the Boston Marathon. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know yes. why they chose the color scheme that they did, um, but it's well regarded as probably the worst City Connect uniform that was released, and it was the first one to be released. I don't think they're bad. They're, they're the worst. Like, they're the worst. I don't know. They just don't look like Boston. They're not Red Sox uniforms. Yes, but. They, the offense started to pick up in that series against Baltimore since they've been wearing it. They're on a four-game winning streak wearing the yellow uniforms. Maybe it's up to five now because they beat the Mets twice. Um, but they're they're going with superstition here. And superstition always wins in sports. They're not, not wearing the yellow uniforms <laughs> until they lose. You heard it here first. They're not wearing... The yellow uniforms. Well, they're not not wearing. They're, not, wear, they're not, not wearing their normal uniforms until they lose. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but but yeah, I I think it's um, I think that's cool, um, and I, I think that this is an interesting time. You know, you want to be winning games towards the end of the season. Pushing the Red Sox the have card. had a very um, um, have had a very promising season more than people thought they would. Uh, the one thing I will say about the City Connect uniforms is I like the font. I think the font's cool. It's like yeah. kind of like a subway kind of font, um, or like just like a street sign kind of font. But um, yeah, um, but that's gonna do it for us here on Cup of Bro. Sorry for the latte start or late start. Um, both of us were, um, you know, taking a while to get to the station this morning um, here on Mizzou's campus at KCU eighty eight point one FM. But um, you know, as we figure things out, the show is just going to get better as time goes on. Luke is now full-time host. We um, talked about that earlier. Congrats to that, and I'm excited for that. Uh, just because it just makes the show more have more validity and uh, just be um, better, you know? Better with two. Um, next week, we will have a guest. We don't know who that is yet, but follow at Cup of Bro Show on Twitter to find that out uh, as the next week progresses. But... Yeah, this has been our time for this morning. Um, We hope you all have a a great day. Luke, any final thoughts? Uh, As a famous movie once said, (laughs) come on and slam, and welcome to the jam, Space Jam. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. So we're going to go to a legal ID, and then actually just to let the viewers know, the song that's going to play after this legal ID is Coffee Time, because we're a cup of bro show here on KCAA.1 FM. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful day. This is DJ Megaseg, your favorite robot DJ, only on KCOU Columbia 88.1 FM.